RNZ National. Hawke's Bay, Hawke's Bay flood victims remain on edge with a false alarm sending some scrambling earlier this afternoon. Checkpoint was checking in with Hawke's Bay growers who are already out trying to salvage their orchards. At the time, apple and cherry grower uh, Jeff Van Beek was gumboots deep in what used to be a grove of laden trees. So I'm standing in a, in a beer paddock uh, where there were apples, three-year-old apple trees, that were to be harvested in about three weeks' time, and now it's a bit paddock. I don't even know where the trees, there's in the distance there's a big heap of, of trees, but that can't be the total of it. There's more trees, and they obviously ended up in my neighbour's orchards. So now I'm standing in a bit paddock. Virtually all the trees are stripped off. I've only got grass and mud and the odd irrigation pipe sticking out of its ground. That's where I'm now. So... All of the trees have been entirely wiped out by the floodwaters. Completely stripped off the land, uh, ended up against uh, windbreaks of the neighbours and gone through through gates and whatnot. Completely gone. That's how ferocious this uh, this this storm and this this flooding has been. How big would they have been, Jeff? How long have they been there for? Well, those trees, um, I'm standing next to a couple in the far distance that I can see that, um, that are about four and a half metres tall. They would have had, they're almost in their full production, uh, a block that uh, con- uh, consultants would come to have a look at because it's outstanding and now they're not, so, not, not no longer outstanding. They're actually washed away. Crikey. And what is underfoot? Have you got silt or what is it? Yes, we where where we stand is not so bad. Where the water rushed, it's still green grass. But around my house, around sheds, on roads, we've got uh, we've got you know half a meter to three quarters of a meter of silt left behind by the trees. Like for instance, around the houses and pack houses, where the water sort of subsided and, and sort of stayed behind, all the silt dropped out, and that's what we're dealing with right now. We've got we've got trucks and and diggers picking it up before it solidifies. Once it becomes solid, it's almost like brick, and you have to get it out uh, before before you do anything else. My house, as many houses here in the Twyford region, had a, a metre of water in it uh, overnight, and um, and that uh, that now finally has subsided. Uh, and uh, yesterday, that, that happened the, the night before. I lost the track of, of, of the time. And uh, so a metre meter of, of water in our houses and we now have cleaned out that had silk as well. So we've just been washing it out. Furniture is all damaged, gone. Um, yeah, there's not much we can salvage, unfortunately. Jeff, uh, were you there when the floodwaters started rising? Yes, I was there. So the story, the way, the way I can describe it is... We knew that from from messages we got from from neighbours that the the the, the, the river was uh, one and a half metres from the stop bank, top of the stop bank. I got it a half an hour later. It was an hour away from the from the stop bank uh, top, and then uh, the messages stopped. And so we just were going to do something in the shed um, to get ready for whatever was going to happen. And we looked out, and all of a sudden we see this this run of water coming down our drive. And I could see it wasn't just rainwater. This was angry water. It had full of silt and it had force behind it. So I said to Carla, my wife, go go inside, grab a bag, we're out of here. And so we grabbed what we could. 
and um, we got back, only a small duffel bag, we got back in the car, and by that stage, uh, the water was already up to the floorboards of the car, and we drove out. Um, I told Carla to go and see her daughter in Hastings to safer ground, and I went to the neighbour uh, further down the drive and uh, told them to get out as well. They went inside to grab, uh, pack, uh, grab um, a bag, and uh, by the time they returned, it was already too late to jump in the car. Uh, the car was already underwater, and she panicked, went inside. Fortunately, we had a four-wheel drive tractor, and, uh, and we had to... Um, and, we, and, and we had to... Uh, well, we have to evacuate. We've just been told to evacuate. The, the banks are going to burst. Go, Jeff, go. Okay. See ya. Bye. Bye. And that is where our interview abruptly ended. But don't worry, our reporter Jimmy Allingham joins us now from Hastings. Now, Jimmy, you also met Jeff today. And what can you tell us? Well, since you recorded that interview, I went back to his property. I didn't speak to him, but a neighbour says that he is fine. That was a false alarm, Hawke's Bay Civil Defence tells us, that there was no river bursting its banks. There could have been a blockage of water somewhere around, and Hawke's Bay Civil Defence's teams are investigating to see what's happened. And Jimmy, you met other growers today as well. What are they telling you? Yes, I did. So that's in Twyford, which is northwest of Hastings. Driving through Hastings, it's quite hard to tell at times that there's been a cyclone, but at Twyford, just a few kilometres away, grass is flattened, rows of trees are flattened, there's fruit everywhere. It's in the drains, it's on the roads, and I met some other growers, and for many of them, they weren't perhaps affected as much as Mr Van Beek, but some of them, for some of them, it's a waiting game. Some said they've got flood water on their orchards, which is rising, and they can't do anything. They can't do anything to that rising water stops. They're not sure yet the damage to their crops or if their crops will be salvageable, but for people such as Mr Van Beek, he's lost everything. That's not the situation with them all. Uh, I also spoke to a beekeeper who has 1,700 hives around the region which she can't get to to check on at the moment. And were they able to sort of identify what specific assistance that they want and need? That there was some talk that they do need assistance from the government. It's too early at this stage to say what that would be because they're still counting the costs at the moment. They're going through their properties to see what the damage is. But the apple industry alone is a $1 billion almost export earner for New Zealand and most of that's from Hawke's Bay and that's been wiped out with this cyclone. Thank you for that, Jimmy. That's Jimmy Allingham joining us live from Hastings. So good news there. That was an abrupt end to an interview with a grower who was told to get out because there were concerns. Turns out it was a false alarm and Hawke's Bay Civil Defence says no dam had burst and no evacuation had been ordered. But I suppose that's what, sh- I mean, it illustrates to us how on edge people are in the district and how nervous they are after those floodwaters rose so rapidly. OK, some updates. This one for North if you were listening from Northland, 